Welcome to another episode of Live from the Secret Stash, episode 37. Oh my gosh, it is episode 37. We made it, guys. We did. I am one of three hosts, three amazing hosts, Christian Cortez, joined always by... Hello, I'm Michael Zapsick. I'm typing something in. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, he's, yeah, no, uh, it's, he uh, is, unfortunately... There we go, yep. Yes, we, uh, we started this podcast before... Um, I'm we were su- talking about something surprised so. that uh, we actually started anywhere close to being on time because this um, is close because yeah. uh, we, we've fallen down the rabbit hole. But this is Michael Zapsick. I'm Julia Zapsick. And we are live from the Secret Stash. It is March 1st, uh, 2003. We have all watched The Mandalorian. We have. Season three premiere. We will not spoil it, but we will talk a little bit about it. We will. However, next week or whatever week we come back. Spoiler territory. Um, yeah, we will talk about it. And if you haven't seen it by then. Fuck then you. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. If you haven't seen it by then, fuck you. Yeah, we're, we're a little spicy tonight. It's, uh, it's got I'm a little spicy bit, every week. It's got folks, a little bit so. chilly in New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we, uh, like I said, Christian got here, what, around 3.30? Four o'clock. Yeah, and, I've been, and we fell down. And it's been a like it's been like holes. deep thoughts for like three hours, four hours straight. So uh, and then in the middle of that, you were just like, "Oh yeah, watch the Mandalorian." <laughs> <laughs> and oh, by the way, thanks for the donuts. We're let's talking just, about let's eat half a dozen donuts. We're talking stuff. about history and all this like <laughs> all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, Chris, you go watch the Mandalorian. I, and I'm still deep in thought, and I'm I'm like, oh wait, let me let me go turn off the brain for a second and go enjoy this magnificent oh, Disney it, Plus it show. It is a good day. Uh, I will thing. say. Thank you everyone for joining us. Yes, I loved it. I loved it so much. I've. You would think. You would think I would. Hold on, hold on. It's all good. There we go. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. There we go. Now we go. God. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I really. Oh my god! It seems like they stepped up the visual effects a little bit this season as well very slight thing that i noticed but i really i enjoyed that i do you love how they got rid of cara dune um no how, how awesome was that how did they get rid of her uh, uh she, she had to go to special fort no no she she was called back to her home planet where she became um uh princess maybe she'll right? come back and then I worked her. with uh <laughs> I liked her character. So did I. But yeah. But it is what it is. When you play dumb games, you win stupid prizes. No, they no. should bring her back. No, that was Mm-mm. that was wrong. So. Mm-hmm. Fuck the suits. Fuck, fuck the, the and suits. it is you know f- and fuck the the people who seventy mile an hour. Fuck wins. people. Jay, How about that? How about crow. fuck most people? Yeah, I'm like, cool with that. I'm I got like twelve people who who can not go fuck themselves. So. Wow. That's that's up to <laughs> extra from last spicy year. today, so people. There you go. Extra spicy. I hope you're all wearing your bibs. So, yes, it is. Uh, you know, we debated uh, we debated episode 37, right? Because 37, of course, is a hallowed, you know, is a special magical number but it's- in the View Askew universe. But the truth of the matter is, is that we feel like every day it's here special. in the View Askew yes. universe is special. And yeah. we just couldn't think of something special enough. So we decided to just go for 37 you know, like, oh, like every I, other. We like, love podcast. you guys and you love us. It's cool. No, that's the whole thing. We're doing that it. It's we're special enough. We're in it. Not exactly. Guess but, what, folks? Can you hear me saying it? Or are you, you should just hear it in your head. But we have people to thank. Yes, we do people to thank. So this, so this showed up. This was a very nice surprise. This showed up. And it I says, do this. not open until the 37th live from the secret stash. So, yes. So okay, so here we are. And it was Go addressed it was addressed it. to Christian, Mike, and Julia. So here we go. Taking out the wrapping. Go more than that. Come on. Don't, no, no, no. don't tease the people. And everything. No, Aww. it's a visual medium. Snowball. No way. Oh, look. This is adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look Yo, at that. That looks amazing. That is super cute. These oh are adorable. God. Yes. Oh, but 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 dudes, I love snowballs. I would never be I would never be like No, mm, yeah, you would. About snowballs. Yeah, you would. Snowballs? 
Honey, uh, the Veronica Snowballs. Veronica Snowballs. Yeah. It's Clerks. Yes. Oh, I totally didn't. I totally missed that. <laughs> that was good. See, this is why so I'm like, So good, you know you'll want to eat 37 in oh a row. Oh, my God. This is amazing. I love Little Zat. This is great. This is awesome. This is even better than what Michael brought me before, which I will go get and show. Don't eat those on the way through the parking lot, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah. Thanks for that, Mark. I love you, man. That was great. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, are they really snowballs in there? They're, yes, I they think, are. Yeah, these so, are 100% snowballs. This is my favorite thing in the world, like around the season. But now this is my new favorite thing in the world. I think so. If they're really snowballs in they're there. Snowballs. They're snowballs. They made these That's amazing. adorable. I oh, love my them. gosh. So I think this is from. I was going to um, say, who is it from, though? Does it's it, the it, mystery. This is gonna be Chrissy. I mean, obviously, Chrissy Wiseman and um, Engelbert uh, Humperdinck. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Um, uh, is it really? Hold on, Christian. Is is is, yes. is anyone taking credit for that? Yes, it is. Uh, it's Chrissy made the boxes. Very nice. And then our boy, uh, the, uh, Chris worked on them as uh, well with uh, the artwork yes. as well. Thank you the, so it much. says, where did he say? <laughs> And they actually have snowballs inside. If you like peeps, Julia, try the Pepsi. We finally found the person who likes the peeps. And that's you. Uh, that is me. That uh, is it says, me. read the peeps. back. I'm assuming that little read card. the back. I'm assuming that little one? No. No, nah, the back, the nutritional facts. The nutritional facts. The ones that are like, oh my holy God. shit, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm not completely blind that. now. I can't read it. All. I yeah. can't read it. Servings <laughs> in this box. Uh, oh, this is the whole disgruntled 30, projects team. 37 dicks. There you go. Good. Oh, hold on. I, there's no fucking, no fucking way. Are you out of your minds? <laughs> yeah, this is going to just, this, no. no. Gotta open the flap. Oh, Thank you. okay, here we go. So, full disclosure, I I how knew many, he was kind of working on something, uh, but like, I told you, Chris, Chris that I, Chrissy. I told them I wanted to be surprised, and this is, this is even better than I could have hoped. I love this. Hold on. So, I'm just trying to not. I'm trying to be gentle because I actually really want to keep the box and keep all that. Oh yeah. Intact. I got it. Oh, you did. I'm careful. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Oh, there that's cool. Congratulations on 37 episodes in a row ish uh, from the crew of from the crew at Disgruntled Projects. Chrissy Wiseman, Andrew Thomas, John Bruce, Jay Boyd, and some other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, okay, it's, I can't even see that. Aw, this That's is so dope. Jules, this is what uh, they were talking about. Aw, that is awesome. This is so dope. That is so awesome. Here. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Now we can do oh, like a whole, real. we They're can do real. Stash Babies, the cartoon. <laughs> Told you. Stash Babies. <laughs> I mean, the eras don't match up. I'll just be a, I'll no, just be a floating be. ethereal kid. <laughs> yeah, okay. This will be great. I think it does. I you, think you can have like works. little squiggled uh, down legs, like, <laughs> like a sperm. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what it'll do. I love this. Oh, Very I'm so nice. glad. Guys. Sunday is amazing. Sunday, Jeff. Sunday, Jeff's the best. And I hope, Chrissy, I hope you got to meet uh, Sunday, Jeff's daughter, Chloe. She also works here. She's uh, she's the, the best of the best, too. They're, they're just adorable. Yes, indeed. You guys are fantastic. So. Yes, now, all I can think of is eating the snowballs. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Go ahead. You can have one. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's so incredible. Or the peeps. So, that, so, so that's thank cool. you. Thank you so much. And we want to um, – this is a ham-fisted segue, but we want to revisit what we were talking about last week because we were um, – people tended to, to dig – us getting a little bit um, heavier, a, a little heavier in the tone, a little heavier in the tone, and the only reason we're picking this up too is because there was more that there yes. was uncovered. It wasn't just so. For those who are unaware, uh, last week we were talking about, unfortunately, how they were uh, kind of re well, not kind of re they're rewriting some books by Roald Dahl and doing it in a way that is pretty much sacrilegious, right? And, and not just him. Well, they're doing it because they think that he's an oddball. Yeah. They're going after the the weirder people first because it's Dr. Seuss and Roald Dahl. And it's it just sucks because they'll they'll go after the wacky people mm -hmm. first because they're like, yeah, you know what? No big deal. They're just changing a couple of words like a snozberry. Who ever heard of a snozberry? You know what a snozberry is? It's a booger. <laughs> 
True. True. Okay. Snozberry. It's gross. Yeah, no, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Of course they do. They're they're you know, they're going after stuff like, oh, nobody could possibly have a problem with us taking out certain words or certain, you know. But um, then you found something this week that got you a bit heated from what I heard. And Chris McDonald balls deep is how how I'm going. All right, buddy. Um Yeah, so yeah, we're talking about uh, 007. Ian, Ian Fleming is being targeted next. Yes. Yeah, they're so the, apparently they're trying to do what they did to roll out Dahl's books recently, and they're trying to do it to the James Bond books, right? Which is just no heinous, ridiculous, heinous, dis- disgraceful, disgusting, well, despicable. Well, and I thought I thought that when we were in the back and we were just kind of, you know, getting really, really deep in our feels in there, we were talking about the difference. And one of the things we were debating is, does it make a difference? And is it is it more important to protect the integrity of the author, even if you disagree with the author's choices? Um, if it's a fiction piece of if it's a work of fiction versus a, a work that is supposedly <laughs> historical, semi-historical, wow. biographical, autobiographical. Not autobiographical, but um, so because you know, and I and I was relating to Christian um, that I uh, I bought a textbook years and years and years ago from an old bookstore. I mean, this is from like the eighteen thirties, forties, fifties, and uh, the reason why I walked out of the store with it was because I was fascinated in a horrified and you got to be fucking kidding me way, um, because it was a textbook. It was used in schools. And very long story short, basically it was like, oh, okay, here's everything about like everything that's worth knowing, right? And here you got the you got the Romans and the Greeks, and you've got the you know ancient Britons, and you've got the Saxons, and you've got the Vikings, and uh, you know, law and on and on and on about that, many chapters about that. And then you're just like, well, yeah, Asia was important too, I guess, because you know, China and a little bit about Japan, a couple other countries, and then it's like, and then like, you know towards the back of the book a couple of pages it's like yeah and then there are these continents over like the new americas was great because colonists went and got it but there are a bunch of people already living there and they were kind of interesting in a weird way and we don't need to talk more much much more about that because the great thing is the great thing is the very you know like like the, and then they're like and then there's a continent of africa it's really big it's hot and that's it nothing really happened there <laughs> of any note so we're just gonna skip it and i'm like what, what the fuck right so but i was like this is this is history, right? This was the way history, the way history was written. Egypt. So, you know, brain, brain surgery. So, three thousand years before we even thought about doing brain surgery. When it comes, let's just you. skip over all of that because it's, it's not currently. Not, there's no, in there's the, nothing to see here, right? So, you know, so when you're thinking about going back and and you, what 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 you're going to leave for the next generation, you know, you can absolutely understand, and there, I don't think there'd be much argument, um, but you know people being people, you could probably find some people to argue this point that having an accurate view of the, you know, human history all across the globe is probably pretty important. You want to be methodical, careful, and deliberate and, um, and, and honor, you know, the truth all, you know, in every continent across the world. Um, Do we really need to go back and rewrite, you know, Roald Dahl and Ian Fleming, you know, who wrote fictional stuff? Um, you know, I guess, well, I, where, I guess that's where we were kind of like, uh, well, we were talking you know, about that, digging the, into, right? The victors, uh, write the history books. And so are, are we supposed to assume that now the people who are woke are the people who are rewriting fiction? See, here's the, here's the problem. I think that. I I'm one of those people that is of the mindset that 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 woke isn't necessarily a bad thing. It, it literally that just means being aware of what biases and what advances you have in the world depending on how you look. I get that part, but when it comes to the books and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you have to understand that yes, these were written at a time where things were very different and things are ever changing. So like, what is our media like that we put out now going to look like in fucking 15 years? Well, we were are we going to change that? Are we going to fucking change Captain America? Cause he's, or uh, we're going to change Bucky cause he's uh, offensive to amputees. Well, we were like, laughing. What? we were laughing because yeah, well, that's a good point. We were laughing cause uh, we were saying like, what if in 200 years, um, you know, all, consumption of meat has been outlawed, right? You know, there's a, there's a worldwide consensus that eating meat is bad. Um, and 
everybody's a vegetarian or some kind of a, a vegetarian. Are we going to start replacing meat eaters and books? I mean, are we going to start you know, like eliminating references to, you know, to roasting ribs on an open fire because it's offensive now? I mean, so, so it, 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 you can, you can kind of get ridiculous about it. We don't need to get ridiculous about it. Um, I mean, but there's, and then there's the, there's the tension, you know, there's the tension between how do you main, how do you honor how far we've come if you don't know how far we've come, right? As, yeah. as a society and as a human, as a human culture, mm-hmm. like meaning like all across the globe, North, South hemisphere, how do you honor the fact that progress has been made and that we're not still, you know, roaming around, uh, slaughtering each other on a daily basis, you know, Give us time. with a few exceptions, um, we could point out around the world right now, it's still going on. Um, but how, ha- but ha- how do you measure your progress if you don't have any record of, you your, know, of, of where you started, right. Of, of exactly where you passed. And we were talking about um, ways in which, uh, and I was saying, I thought that the, um, that uh, I, and I forget where it is. I, I wish I could remember where it is, but it was someplace. I was either Louisville or Atlanta. I was visiting um, at a conference and I walked out and uh it was, you know, we were, it was, we were on our way somewhere, which is why I didn't really stop and, and, and take it in, which is why it's not really in my memory, but it was, it was a square and we were passing through and they had taken a statue down, but they put a plaque up. And basically it was, you know, this was a, this was a, uh, I don't want to say an arena, but it was a square where they basically mm-hmm. held, held, um, held slave auctions. And the statue that was there honored like the person who owned the land and who gave it up to ha- to hold the slave auctions. They tore that down, but they put up a plaque, and it basically said like, "Yeah, we've taken down this is what happened the here. statue because the guy was an asshole, and who wants to celebrate an asshole, a horrible person?" But you know, it's important to remember why this place is important, and not just because you mm. know there's a discussion about the pros and cons of the history, but because yeah, people people lost their lives here. People were you know people were you know, sold as chattel here. And, you know, we need to honor those people, right? We need to remember those people in all the pain and with all the horror that goes along with that. Because if you're, because everyone, and it's one of the reoccurring comments that comes up throughout the rest of this. And it's literally just, if you, if you erase history, you are doomed to repeat it. And we've seen it. We've seen it happen over and over again. And it's yeah. just the fact that we keep falling into the vicious cycle. It's like we keep going back to the abusive boyfriend. Of like, course. yo, what yeah. the hell? That's a good point. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of ridiculous. And then Chris uh, Engelbert Humperdinck made a great comment earlier where he was like, let's go after the Bible next. It'll end up being three pages long. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about incest. And that's pretty much all the beginning Bible was. <laughs> And That's then, all it was. But I mean, then, who begat who? They had, you had to have. There was brother fucking and sister fucking. There was everything. All sorts of fucking. In it's the not. Bible. It's not woke. No. No. That it sucks. No, I mean, well. I mean, that, but that's the way you had to go back then. You got no choice. <laughs> oh, God. Cain, Abel. See, now Charles has a great point as well. If we're redoing the Bible, can we add robots? Yes. <laughs> and I want the dinosaurs, uh, yes. That's a great segue. I who want dinosaurs. That? Who said that? And, and robots. Who said that? James? A guy named James? Uh, who said, uh, Charles. Charles. Oh, oh Charles okay. Rivera. Charles Rivera. He's like, I want to add robots yeah. to the Bible. I can oh, get behind that. Android. We can we make him and both? Androids and robots. Well, zombies, right? I mean, the zombies are already in Jesus was a zombie. Sorry, I hate to tell you that. Engelbert Humperdinck seems to be starting a a mic-related religion. Oh, cool. Go to town, man. I'm I'm all for it. Why not? Yeah. Wait, Beth, you have a comment that kind of confuses me. You want Muppet versions, please? You want a Muppet version of the Bible? Yeah, I don't think I I don't know if I I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if the world wants that, but it'd be a great satire. It's time like, to crucify uh, Jesus. It's time to no. I just can't see that. No, it's. I not, mean, if it's sorry. like Muppets doing like Life of Brian, I would be There's okay a line. with that. There, right. there is a okay. line. But I'm just saying. Totally that, just crossed over. Okay. Line. Uh, right. Actually, that, I, was I see say, what you did. Crossed. Gotcha. All right. That was a great segue because the other deep thought moment that we had back there was, uh, you know, once we once we beat the shit out of whether or not, you know, uh, sensitivity readers should be rewriting everything that we yeah, because uh, that ever, is just bullshit. You know, and read in the history. Um, then then we got to something that Christian. <laughs> 
You want to you want to describe right. anime rock paper scissors? Yeah. So yes. okay, for those who follow these guys online, if you've heard of them, cool. If not, whatever. These are some creators I follow uh, from a company called Corridor Digital, and they've been making short films on YouTube for about a decade, and they've they've been really fucking good at it, real good at it. They're primarily live action filmmakers, but they just recently put out a video uh, where they claimed. Uh, to create something that was going to change the animation landscape. Mm -hmm. And then I watch it, and it is not that at all. So what they ended up doing was they took some live-action footage, used AI, and trained it from a data set of images from uh, from other animes of the past, Uh, particularly this one that's free on YouTube. I'm blanking on the name. Um, but they took that AI and trained it so that it took their live action footage that they filmed and put quote unquote anime style drawings over their footage, creating this look that is a blend between like like hentai. It it looks like anime, but it's not all anime is not all anime is hentai. No, I said, does it look like hentai? It looks fucking atrocious to be honest with you. Because why? Because hentai is looks horrible okay that's i mean is, is you're not wrong but here's the here's the problem is that they are you're thinking advertising the wrong thing you're thinking that porn crap you're thinking the 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 tentacle uh porn no I am? that's i have no idea what the hell but you're like I'm so why would you say that it's like because hentai sucks and i don't want to see fucking anti this does look like hentai so I'm showing Mike a video of it i'm not going to show y'all you can look it up on your own time hentai looks like so, shit and this looks awful but i mean if you're gonna do this okay do it yourself but no no hold on honey you uh, you, you threw it out there don't no don't you you, you woke the bear don't um <laughs> we're spicy today guys this is, no, this is fucking ridiculous this is hard okay but our, our studio audience can't see it so i'm just trying to go and look at it because it looks like shit um so <laughs> put yourself through that i'll uh, share also, it i'll share it if you've got a wood chipper Throw yourself into that one, too. So the problem is, is that they're using yes. AI generated images to, to say that it is original art. And here's the problem is that the images that they're generating to create this are stolen. Like it's, it's straight up stolen. They're using images from a database that is trained from AI that from images that they so pulled from various anime. So new pieces of art. No, this is all art that's already been done. Yeah. And, then it's super and claiming it to be this gotcha. new process. But the problem is, is that a lot of people are seeing it as this new process. And when you take away the artist's hand in animation, it's not animation. Well, like, and weren't you saying something about how like the, 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 argument for it is that we're going to democratize animation you know it's too hard for that's ordinary people to get into animation i don't so i don't necessarily know. believe that i think yeah. that if you train hard enough like if you actually practice and draw and actively take part in that community you can become an animator but like joe schmo off the street now can theoretically do this and then call themselves an animator. But do we want, I mean, listen, I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. I, I don't have any artistic talent whatsoever. Should I, should I, should we be creating a world where someone with no talent in art, which would be me, um, is really expected or, you know, elevated to an ability to compete with people who actually have, you know, natural, you know, no, born, I think the answer you know, is no. Artistic talent? I don't think so. I don't no. think I don't think I should be empowered by a machine to, you know, to like to go to go toe to toe with people who actually are fucking bona fide, talented, brilliant fucking artists. I mean, not at all. I mean, I have other things that I can do well, and I, I probably should focus on them. I'm not sure I want a there world that perfect. empowers people like me to like be competitive with people who actually have fucking talent. It's a che- you know? it's a cheat code and a lame one. There you that's, go. That's what Charles like just that. said. I like Cause that. Cause it is hundred percent that. And I just, I have a problem with this because the more popular that type of video gets, that video is at a million and five views already. There's going to now be people who think, Oh my God, we can open an, an animation studio without hiring animators. And that's fucking terrifying mm. because then that can start to, 
just sprinkle the seed in the idea that you can do this and you can do work in that industry without animators, which you fucking cannot. You are not going to put these people out of work when they are already fucking treated horribly in this industry. Let's let's take this one step further. Let's talk about the people Amen, who um, voice actors. Oh, God. Yeah. So talk about people who are like shit upon um, Rick and Morty. Uh, Justin Roiland. Piece has, of shit. I, I'm, I, I, he's not convicted yet. That's true. So, you know, let, due process in this country, my friend. Okay. So okay. Just, he's been accused. He hasn't been convicted, but they severed ties with him. And now they're recasting his, his, uh, voices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think that he's part of the process? He's a co-creator and he's, he had major input. In, is AI trying, so, trying to no, take it's not AI, voice? but it's okay. they're still they're recasting for him, and this this is like this is just the animation world because they suck at all all fucking animation studios suck. They pay their people shit wages if they pay them at all. You know? Yeah, this I that I do agree with, but I don't think that what's going on with Justin is too much like this only because no, 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 I'm not saying I'm just taking it one step further. Yeah. But with Justin, he, he was, it's known that he was only involved with Rick and Morty, like on the day to day and like the first two or three seasons. Okay. And then after that kind of just backed off and was doing voices mainly because apparently he was such a nuisance in the writer's room, like toxic, like like being a a piece of shit to people that they banned him from there. Accused, 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 that's fair. Right. Accused of it, yeah, but they banned him from the writers. Make, they hey, look, I'm not going to get invested a, in. Uh, first off, the I'm not going to get there. Stardust no. Studios. Michael's a partly investor. In no, Stardust I Studios. wish that'd be great. Starlight um, Studios. He's an alleged piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, my whole point being, hold on, can let me finish. For you always yell at me. That's you dope, Chris. Keep it up. I love that. But this is sort of the same thing that they. You have studios who are going to be put out by these people yet, you know, and, and for me, it's, uh, I had a point and you both have like hit me with shit, you know, right, fucking my train of thought up. Thank you both. So on a 37th um, episode together, I'm just going to shut down like a, like a, like a Bible robot. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, sleep okay. mode. Okay. We're going to go to sleep mode. Well, Coming back to the AI generated stuff, this your anime rock paper scissors, um, I just you know coming out, yeah, kind I of just, started the whole like and the whole chatbot thing, right? So we were talking about how kids it, are using chatbots to write papers, and, papers, and you were talking about your experience. Um, you used it just, it's, and I haven't used it. I've seen people use it. Um, I, uh, I I'm not particularly interested. I mean, I I don't think that there's probably necessarily a new idea under the sun. Um, I think that at this point, we've got so many billions of people around for so many hundreds of thousands of years that um, I am pretty sure that the monkeys have typed out every single variation of everything. Um, And I'm just not that interested in what AI chatbot can do. But I know that a lot of academics who are afraid for their uh, privileged. um, By the way, can I just can I just say that I saw an article this morning about Rutgers University professors wanting a 20 percent raise. And they want it for them. They don't want it for the, if, unless I'm wrong, for the GAs, for the for the grad assistants, and for the lecturers, the part time lecturers, adjuncts who literally are on poverty wages and doing most of the work. They want it for themselves. They're already earning six figures. They're already. La- I mean, believe me, I've sat in some of these meetings. They're already laughing about how to engineer the system so that families have to continue to take out um, soul crushing loans and students have to so, so they can buy their second and third homes. You know, they complain that they have to teach more than one class a semester. Please don't um, encourage them by giving them a 20% raise and bumping their salary up. I'm playing the world's Um, smallest violin. Like I said, they're already earning six figures. Um, They don't need a cent more. They're just trying to, they see that people are waking up. SpongeBob SquarePants. And, you know, and more and more people are saying, fuck no, I'm not going to gut my retirement fund so that you can go buy you know, your second and third house work till I'm 80. So you can like teach one class a semester and complain about it. I'm not fucking doing that. So they're trying to milk it all right now before like the party ends. Please don't let them do that. Don't let Rutgers or anybody else do that. 
Um, it's wrong. Anyway, but I know that a lot of professors were upset about the AI stuff because they're like, oh my God, people aren't going to write like original stuff. And, you know, um, but they have like ways of figuring out if, if people are plagiarizing. Now, some of the stuff that I understand is, is pretty good. And it's probably good as any, you know, idiotic PhD thesis that's being written on most subjects today. Now, didn't you have them write, write a script for you? Yeah, I, I, never, I never tried it. And I thought, let's see what happens. Because I was, fuck it, why not? And I typed in a prompt, just one of my loose ideas, whatever. And I just hit enter and I stepped away for a second. And then I come back 10 minutes later and it's already at 30 pages of uh, of a screenplay that was actually kind of coherent. And it was kind of freaky. And I quickly deleted the website because I'm just like, I don't want any memory of that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was very uncomfortable and very not cool, and I was just like, you know, this is this is with with a little more advancements, I could totally see this being tech that could be damn well near indistinguishable from human written word, and hmm. that's creepy to me because uh, one of my favorite. Uh, shows on tv right now is the john oliver show i don't know if you watch it mike or julia do you guys I've, watch it i've seen john oliver isn't he on like really late at night he's on hbo but um oh. he's also he was also on community he was professor duncan oh he was yeah, the, yeah the he was good yeah I've, I've, I've seen like clips of his stuff he's pretty funny he does these kind of on his show he'll do these really cool insight pieces mm. on certain topics and he actually just talked about ai and he highlighted uh, this thing where someone wrote uh, like a newscast thing that they read on air, but it was all written by AI and you could not tell. They, they revealed it at like the end of it. And I was just like, uh, that's mm. nah, I'm good. Don't do that. <laughs> now, if you've done more, Christian, if you've done more research and work and looked more closely at AI and how it works and how it writes, this is an interesting question I have, and it kind of like I, I want to share something that I read over the weekend with with folks because it kind of ties into our whole like you know do we write do we rewrite history uh, to be more inclusive and more accurate or do you know history do we rewrite fiction and fictionalized historical accounts um, to be more accurate uh, and more inclusive or do we encourage more people to create new fresh stories um, that are more inclusive and more accurate. And what it what came to mind is because I, I read this, um, this is three, three issues of a four issue series. The fourth issue hasn't been um, released yet. It's called the bloodstone and it's written by Ricardo Martinez and uh, with art by Alfonso Ruiz. And it is, um, I thought it was interesting because earlier today, one of our reservists comes, comes and he's also um, at least his mother uh, is of Hispanic origin. And that would kind of make him of Hispanic origin. Right. Too. Well, at least half of him, right? I don't know where the other half is from. It could be from Mars for all I know, but, um, but he was I talking about his mom. Still Hispanic origin. Yeah, yeah. That would I be mean, game changing, yeah. Julia. I would love to know if he's yeah. half Martian. Martian Manhunter got together with his mom and, uh, don't be but, slagging on his mom. You calling his mom a whore? But What's he was going saying, on? Maybe they, were, oh, maybe they had a monogamous relationship. Oh, I don't know. God. We didn't really get that much into it, but he's, he's talked about how much he loved Luke Cage. And the reason why he loved Luke Cage is Luke Cage is black. And he remembers growing up as a kid, his mother would not let him read any comics. Well, she wouldn't let him watch Star Wars and she wouldn't let him watch uh, Star Trek because she said to him, Miho, in the future, obviously they don't want us to exist because we don't exist. So she was very aware of cultural representation or lack thereof. She wanted her son to be surrounded by stories that reflected his background and celebrated like the future right? With him in it. And nothing that she saw on TV was that. So she wouldn't let him watch it. She let him read Marvel because Marvel had at least had black people in it. Right. Yeah. Um, and Luke Cage was one of those early heroes that he identified with. And that's how he fell in love with the genre. Well, I said, interesting that you should bring that up. I just read over the weekend, um, this really fantastic, you know, series I'm waiting for issue four to come out, um, by this writer and this artist and their team. It's called the bloodstone. And uh, if it's in your local comic book shop, great. You please check it out. If it's not, you might be able to go online and get it. Um, you could always uh, email us at the crew at secret, uh, the crew at gmail.com. I can send you more information. 
Um, but it is, um, it's called, it's Tales from the Border, right? So there you go. It pretty much sums it up. It is a, it is a, it is a, it is a fantasy tale, but it's set in, you know, quasi reality um, about what's going on at the border. And, uh, and so representation does matter. And so, you know, instead of rewriting history, just writing, you know, writing, Write new, your perspective. writing new, new materials. So I don't know. It's just an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic. And then it's we were talking about complex, this, but then right? you told you alerted me to one of uh, to a great joke about the Jetsons. Oh no, that's a terrible, that joke. A terrible joke. I mean, it, it was illustrate. It was it was illustrative of what we were talking about, but it's a truly awful joke. It's it's a god awful joke, and it's you know it, this mother damn mind reader. That was part of it, but yeah, no, it was just crazy because he's not wrong. Like for the longest time, there wasn't any of that type of representation on TV and, no. and his mom had a point, not even in Star Trek. Or if you look and you had, there were a minority represented. It was written by a white dude. Black lightning was created by uh, Tony DeZunga. You can look that up. It's Tony DeZunga, black, lightning. DeZunga, black lightning and uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Von Eden, black lightning who, who created him. There you go. See. Tony Isabella, an artist, not Tazunga. Uh, Tony Ooh. Isabella, who's uh, I'm, from what I understand, I think Isabella is Italian. Ooh. Yeah, he looks a little Italian, doesn't he? Those damn, just a bit. Those damn. All right, Italians. Uh, but yeah. uh, Jefferson Pierce, who was. But it was hi you're highlighting an issue though, because it's you. Well, there is the representation, right. but how authentic is it when they're not written by the people that? you're talking exactly. about um you had uh one of my personal heroes george perez was an mm. early adopter he created a character called white tiger you know looked him up too white tiger is awesome uh hector white tiger is marvel or dc uh he is dc because that's when he was um he was working for the rich buckler whoa yeah white tiger hector uh, alaya James Gunn, we know you watch this. Here's a here's a character. Ooh, he looks well, I mean, pretty cool, actually. He's from Marvel, not DC. Oh, you said Mar sorry. I said Marvel. But anyway, st I still. No, you said DC. Uh, actually, Bill, Bill Mantlo and George Perez. George. Wow. Perez. So this is one of the guys who you know was was helping to create things. But there came a uh, character that was not created by George Perez by, and he had to draw him a couple of times. He was not terribly happy about. It. He never liked him. Name was Vibe, I Vibe lied. from the Justice what? League, because he was such a stereotype. He was a uh, break dancing. Um, he oh no, he did, was, he he was the worst did he have Odin's fade? Did he have Odin's fade? Oh no! Oh my god! Wait, Vibe. Vibe that became they used that archetype the of that character of Flash. Yes, okay, but um, Paco Ramon Vibe. What was that? DC his name? Comics, yeah. Yeah. Paco Ramon. Paco Ramon. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah. So this was like, unfortunately, all of the, all of the stereotypes that, that yeah. they, yeah. Everything. It was uh, Jerry Conway is the guy who was one of the, and there he is. There's Jerry. Creators. Yeah. He looks, he, he looks Hispanic. He does not. You know, he, he, he looks, looks like, he looks like Elmer Fudd. He actually, no. Oh, 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 oh come on. Poor Jerry. Oh, that, you don't know do that. He looks like he's, and Buddy he should Epson, be in an L.L. Yeah. Bean commercial is what he looks like. Ep, really? L.L. Yep. Bean? Going up there to If they're the, on crystal go, meth, maybe. He looks like going you know? up to the. Oh, wow. He co-created the Punisher. Yes. And the first Miss Marvel. And he also murdered Gwen Stacy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> with a candlestick in the dining room. See, uh, I think, no, I think that a goblin glider <laughs> off the Brooklyn bridge. See, so. I think that's, I love that. I think that's sick as hell. Is this a good segue into top five? Uh, not even close. Shut down right away on I, that one. Someone, okay, we're having too so, much fun. Hold on. Someone uh, said, wasn't Stan Lee the first to have inclusion? I th are you, talking about whether or not his characters were actually in the writer's room because that is something that i think we can look back there really on appreciate. wasn't a bullpen per se they had like a small room where they would get in and stanley would jump back and forth but there were a lot of um you know there was robbie robertson who was j jonah jameson's uh editor editor-in-chief 
he was the guy who made sure that Jay Jonah didn't go like off the deep end. Didn't go postal. Yeah. Uh, okay. And he, you know, he had a son. It was Randy Robertson. Uh, they they like their alliteration. Um, what is Joe Robertson? So that was right. so. Yeah, they did have a lot of the cast of characters were black, mm-hmm. and they had some um, some Latino characters, and they had um, you know people of uh, Asian descent. So yeah, Marvel was more cutting edge than DC, DC at the time. So it was kind of an awkward attempt, but it was at least an attempt, kind of a thing. I what you mean with um, just trying to include yeah include I don't think it was clumsy or um, no I think it was sincere yeah Yeah. I think Stan genuinely saw that there was a a gap when it came to comic book characters and did take it upon himself to try and include more things now could he accurately write the life of a character like Black Panther probably not because he's not a he's he's not that dude. But he writes those stories anyway, inspires somebody else to come in and then take up the mantle. One of my favorite things, though, is they he and Jack Kirby created uh, Black Panther, T'Challa, mm-hmm. uh, and the entire you know kingdom of Wakanda. And I hear a lot of people going, "Yeah, well, you know what? Is at least they had the balls to make an African American character superhero." And I'm like, "No, they made an African. He was African, not African American." <laughs> so. I, and I kind of feel superior to him. Like, like <laughs> motherfucker, no. African. Mike's just like, actually. Yeah. Here you go. Fact bomb. <laughs> know your shit. Come on, man. I was, but I was never that guy. Never that that dude here. Because, But if you come at me, like, with that arrogant. Like, like you know this, right? Yeah, like, 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 come in, like, <laughs> know like, everything. Off. Yeah. <laughs> you, fuck off. <laughs> you want to see someone get thrown out of the stash Fresh Prince style? <laughs> and oh, i love that and nobody is a bigger fan of simon williams wonder man than me and they're talking about making him a man of color and i'm like fuck yeah that's great that is kick ass that's even, why i have no problem with stuff like that i never have never really will even though his brother is racist as shit uh, yeah, but the, let your interpretation go maybe it could be uh, against white people Oh man, that'd be, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. God damn. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's a thought Cri- for a Christian uh, Marvel. Christian's uh, available. I He's am thinking about it. Give me a call. I'll write it. I don't give a fuck. Yes, Don McGregor did <laughs> do uh, Black Panther. It was great. Really post about how no. Oh my god. Oh, this is this is actually kind of funny. I shared a video on my uh, on my private Facebook. I'll send it to you later. How someone pointed out that they're watching Wakanda forever mm. and they're like, what's they're we're watching with a friend and they're like, what's wrong? Guy's like, but he gave Bucky a new arm. He helped. He was one of the first people to arrive to save the world. Mm. And yet there's not one Avenger at T'Challa's funeral. And what do you say? Get this man a shield. You got him a fucking shield. Yeah. Gave and- him. <laughs> I wouldn't give anybody a shield. Those shields are kick-ass, man. But they they gave him a shield, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, they did. No, yeah. <laughs> Thor, he ain't doing shit. Come on, where yeah. is everybody? I, I trust me, you will. You out of everybody will love this video. It's fucking hilarious. It's, it's, now so we're talking true. about T'Challa's funeral yeah. in Wakanda. Yeah. Spoilers. We, do maybe. We, do we? Do we? Do we think maybe they didn't want anybody? I'm hoping they didn't. I'm hoping that's maybe the they wouldn't got an invitation because they were like, "Fuck y'all." I mean, maybe I hope that's the case. If they do a Black Panther three, I hope that's the slight little retcon that they make. Because I mean, my understanding is that it's that you know Wakanda's not like there's no like open for business sign on there. I mean, you have to be invited. Very few people that aren't Wakandan are invited. Um, and so the I mean, I don't know. Like like that would be my perspective. Is was like they probably didn't want any outsiders there. They probably uh, wanted to keep it. Yeah, but it. they were friends with them. Yeah. I mean, well, it would have been, you know, you know, even if that were true, and even if that were true, I'm here. I am thinking out loud. Even if that were true, even if the Wakandans themselves were like, "Fuck all the outsiders," we're just for us, right? And they didn't invite anybody who wasn't, you know, Wakandan to the funeral. Still, the Avengers could have done something fucking at, you know, on their own, right? They could have had their own memorial. They could have had. They could have had something in his honor. Yeah. Yeah. But were they going to show that in? 
in Wakanda well, no, Forever, it wouldn't have been shown in that, in that movie, but it but should I, it should show up in some other movie though. You know, what? somebody asked me once, "Are you going to you know this guy's funeral?" I said, "Fuck no, he's not coming to mine." So maybe that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> okay. Wow. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Now is the time for top five. Top five. Let me cue this amazing theme song because I love it so damn much. Mike, what we got? I truly have five this week, so that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, we got Batman versus Robin number five. Of five. Uh, we've got a demon. Ooh, okay. There's a devil. The devil. One of, his name is uh, Nat Nazi. Devil Nat. went down to Gotham. Yeah, he was looking the, for a soul yeah, to steal. Niza. Ooh. Devil Niza takes over Batman's body. Ooh. And it's up Devin to Devin Scrooge. No, Niza, not Devin Niza. <laughs> okay. Niza. Niza. Okay. Niza. So, um, the guy who was behind all the the uh, Lazarus Planet bullshit, which is taking the DC universe by storm. Yes, I suppose. Um, has taken over Batman's body, and Holy now he's Demon yeah, he's Batman. Demon Batman. Ooh. And if you're gonna take over anybody's, um, uh. This yeah. is the dude to do. That's the, the guy to do. If you can't do Superman or uh, Shazam, take over Batman because Batman going to fuck you up. Yeah, I all, you know, I'm curious to see how this plays out then because one of my favorite moments in anything animated with Batman has, uh, I think, Spectre possessing him for a moment. But Batman's mm-hmm. mind is so strong, he kicks him out. Yeah. So I'm wondering if something similar may happen, even though it is the devil. I'm... No, this is actually a little bit different, and I can't tell you. Um, oh, my God, that is an image. Yeah. That's, that's pretty badass, right? That's pretty dope. So, yeah. Um, so, he's it's Damian, Damian Wayne versus the devil Niza. Hmm. Seen so, in Batman. Well, they just got Brits dollars. These are nuts. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty badass. These are nuts. Um, <laughs> That's so dumb. I love it. (laughs) Continue. Next up, we're going to do, yes, the what I like to call the Shazamily. It's Shazam, Fury (laughs) of the Gods, number one. And it's written by everyone who's in the movie. Whoa, this is done by the cast. Zachary Levi, Mm -hmm. uh, Faith Herman, and Amanda Diebert. Uh, DJ Katrona. Do you see David Sandberg there by chance? David F. Sandberg. David F. Sandberg. Crocodile Catastrophe. Awesome. Scott Collins is doing the artwork in there, and he's one of my favorite artists, too. There you go. That's Um, dope. Eugene. Hello, Eugene. Ross Butler and uh, Josh Truijo. Truijo. Whatever the hell his name is. Sorry. Truijo. 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 Trujillo. I'm we're so, trying here, guys. I'm, yeah, we're, we're, I'm like Stanley in the 60s. I'm trying, buddies. I'm doing my best here, but I'm just an old white guy. Uh, Mark Lamb wants to know, is this a normal run or a special set? This seems to be a special, special, set very special to celebrate the new movie. Yep. So uh, pick that up. It's uh, like little eight page tidbits for you. That sounds fun. I like it that. It is fun. I like that they get the Jeez. cast actually involved in the world of comics. Me like, too. I think that that's really cool. Uh, what we got now? This is really cool. It's uh, Hallow's Eve number one. Uh, Hallow's Eve. Hallow's Eve is a young lady named, uh, I'm going to tell you her real name, because why the hell wouldn't I? Um, Elizabeth, uh, where are you? Come on. Come on, Betsy. Uh, Janine Godbay has worn many masks in her life. And uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Who is this? I've never heard she of this is, character. She um, is... Ben Riley, who is the clone of Spider-Man, this is his girlfriend. And she was given a magic bag of Halloween masks. Oh. And they each give her a special power. So this is actually pretty cool, especially for a volley for serve. Is she like a newish type of character yeah. or has she been around? No, she's very. When you very say that, volley for serve, what does that what does that mean? Volley for serve is uh, where you, you like toss it up and goes back and forth it, it's it's like a, a soft opening 
Oh, okay. Is there going to be so? This is like issue yeah, one. Yeah, issue be, one. Oh, of, gotcha. I think it's ongoing until they say, "Oh, it's one of seven. And that is actually Mike's word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Molly for sure. No, that's more of a it's phrase of the phrase day. Of the day. Then. Phrase of the day. There you go. This is really cool. I like the concept of this. The the magic bag of Halloween masks. Yeah, I could so dig that. Actually, yeah. I could get behind <laughs> that. All right. What we got next? Next up is Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay. All right, Cosmic Ghost Rider. He's uh, Frank Castle. He, Fr- Fr- Frank Castle. Frank Castle. Uh, he's gone to hell and back. Frank Castle. Oh. Frank Castle used to be um, a murderous psychopath who went out killing um, mobsters. Then he became a Herald of Galactus, and then he became a Spirit of Vengeance. So that's why he is the, the Cosmic, Cosmic Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yes. Uh, Okay. Is it is it in the spirit of? Oh, the spirit! I see what you did there. The Punisher. Uh, well, I mean, Frank Ghost Rider. Sorry, sorry. Both. I know. Yes. It's in the, okay. It's in the spirit of all of. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in the spirit. It is. So it's, wait, what? Okay, I so I love Frank everything. Castle. I know I love everything about that okay. idea. I uh, Harold. Harold of Galactus. Harold of Galactus. Uh, what Harold mean? Sorry. The Harold of Galactus was like the Silver Surfer. Oh, uh, Fire okay. Lord. He was the Herald. He would go and say, "Ah, your puny world is about to be devoured by Galactus. All hail Galactus! All fuck you!" Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah, cool. Okay, so, I like that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then becoming Ghost Rider and still having the power cosmic pretty badass that's a combination of powers and the punisher and that that i hate all of you motherfuckers oh. and i'm going to kill whoever i want to kill i like that that sounds dope so and that and this this was really well done the first issue is there's there's a, a guy who's on his his ass uh looking for him because he's renounced all this shit but he can't help himself mm-hmm. so Okay. Yeah. All right. And number five. And number five is Phantom Road number one by Image Comics. Uh, Jeff Lemire. I've been looking forward to this for a while. So you got a long haul trucker who um, runs um, afoul of some paranormal bullshit. Mm. And goddamn if uh, his life ain't fucked up because of it. Really? Yeah. Now is is he a is he a hero antihero? The truck we don't, driver. We don't we don't know yet. He's truck driver. He's a, truck a little driver. bit of everything. He's a, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. We he's like a, truck drivers. He's a bag of masks. Yeah. Depends he's, on which one he pulls out and puts on. He's a bag of something. Okay. Yeah. J boy got to represent the truckers. Oh, right, cool. Yeah. Hey, you know we Why ate today. You? Probably came in on somebody's truck. So yep. All right. Much love Those are your top five, Those Mike? Those are top, top five. Top five. Go to your local comic book shop where you can come on into Jane's Island and Bob's Secret Stash. Show your local comic shop some love. Yes, you can. Show them Especially some love. Especially if it's us. Yeah, exactly right. Especially. Especially. If it's us. Especially. So is it time for me to get to some, some yeah, business? Some business uh, of the business? Was, I mean, all the way at the front of it, it's like, all right, what are we selling? It's like, uh, all right, uh, dude. Uh, oh, who said that? How do we get rid of him? I want to talk yeah, we got, to I think we got rid of him. Oh, we got rid of that douche. Aww. All right. All right. We, ain't, we ain't selling nothing. You yeah. think he's still watching? No, probably not because you he No, I'd be uh, happy to tell you what we're selling. We're, sell, you, we're selling fun is what we're selling. We're selling hopes we, we are, and dreams. We are and we're selling, selling what you fun can't afford, motherfucker. Spice. With happiness, a hint of spice. Happiness, and happiness, some spice. joy, and some spice. Wonderfulness. Well, actually, we're going to be giving away something in just one minute. I'm yeah. going to let Christian get himself all settled. But Ooh. we are we are still running our 25% off back issues on Mondays and Tuesdays. So if you're in the area, if you want to call us and ask us um, anything in our back issue bin, 25% off. It's a great deal. It's a good deal. Um, yeah, it's a great deal. I don't want you to have it, so don't come in on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, we have these books back in stock. So for those of you who missed out the first time, um, it's Kevin Smith, his films and his fans. I think I'm reading that right. I can't read. Yeah, Kevin Smith, his films and his fans. And it is, uh, uh, it is a compilation of, uh, things pulled from Kevin Smith's, Kevin's social media and also interviews that kind of punctuate. Yeah. Uh, images, you know, from, you know, from the archives and also like, you know, real images like from Getty and stuff like that. And, uh, no, also, hold on. And, and some fan art as well. So it's, it's a really cute book. Uh, written by David Gotti. It is. It's written by David Gotti. Has been Gotti. a film fan since he saw the wizard of Oz when he was three years old. Good, Good for first you, movie. David. Yeah. That's right. 
So, but it's good for you, David. It's a really cute book. It so, is. It's actually for those very who cute. Couldn't, who didn't get it the first time we had it, we have some back in stock. So there's that. Um, we are also going to do, so we, we love Funkos and we get Funkos in all the time, but sometimes. Hey, Engelbert Hunkberdink, listen. We go a little Funko crazy. So we have, we have quite a few Funkos and we need to make space for more Funkos because they just keep making more and they keep making them more incredible. Um, so we're going to be putting together 20 mystery 20, 20 mystery boxes. boxes each box Ooh. is gonna have six random pops but like they're random like we would buy them like so they're marvel yeah. and dc and cool funky they're, stuff from their pop culture pop culture and then i'll help mix it up i'll just make yeah. it chaotic there you go like old tv shows you know fruit loops lucky charms guys all that kind of stuff and then in two of those 20 boxes we're gonna have some special special surprises we're gonna swap out one of the pops that we pull off our shelves with Either this fantastic Kevin Smith pop, Kevin Smith pop, which is from the 20th anniversary of the stash, or another lucky winner. Yeah, one of the sodas. It is 20th anniversary. It is. Um, And that, yeah, a pair um, of the Jay and Silent Bob Funko sodas. Um, Signed, signed, exactly right, signed. So we were putting up more information um, about it. So you pay one, you know. So you know, you're taking a shot. One, two out of 20 chance, right? Yeah. Of, uh, Actually, of one out of ten. Getting now. this, but it's every box odds. is going to be filled with awesome pops. So you know, it's like a no oh, lose yeah. situation. So we're going to be putting them up for sale. Check our social media; you'll see an announcement about that soon. Um, and we've also enabled gift cards, e-gift cards. So if you go to our website, thesecretstashonline.com, you'll see up at the top nav bar, you'll see a little tag that says gift cards. You can now purchase e-gift cards. Now these if these e-gift cards are good for anything in the store, right? in the brick and mortar store in Red Bank or anything on the secretstashonline.com. They are not interchangeable with the superstore, jayandsilentbob.com. So just, you know, disclaimer, it's all in the fine print, but we don't read, right? I personally so, think that we're super, but that's beside the Everybody's point. super. It's all, all right. part of the same family. I'm just letting folks know that if they buy any gift card on our website, they can use it in the store or on the secretstashonline.com. So that's available too now. Um, and a little bit about some events that are coming up. We could not be more delighted. Um, Michael, Look at me, I'm delighted. Michael has been <laughs> waiting for this for years. I, I just really discovered Mark and his work um, and his impact in the past year and a I'm half that I've been around. One. But Mark Bernardin is going to be coming to the stash. He's actually going to be out here. He's going to Smod Castle. He's going to be doing a three-day um, uh, uh, the Eyes of Mark. The Eyes some... of Mark. We're um, showing his favorite movies. They're showing his favorite movies. He's going to do that, and that's over at Smodcastle Cinemas in Atlantic Highlands, and that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. But you know, we we saw he was going to be out here, and so Michael's like, I got to ask him. I got to ask him if he's got a couple hours. And, you know, and he, we'll take him for an hour. It's thirty minutes. And we just got to get him in the store because we want to meet him. And you've person. got him for not one, not two, but for how long? Three hours. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. He was able to carve out three hours, um, and we're very appreciative of that. So he will be in store. Um, it's up on our website under events. We'll also, we're also doing social media about it. Um, so it is, you know, no charge, no ticket necessary to enter. Um, you know, if you want him to sign something, you buy one of his books and he'll sign it for you. Um, and the only caveat is that he has somewhere he has to be later in the day. So depending on, you know, what the traffic is like, you may have to cap the line. Um, but, uh, anyway, but we're happy to see people and, you know, and we're delighted he's going to be here. And then on March, I mean, sorry, then April 15th, um, fuck your taxes. Uh, Mike McCone is going to be in the store doing a artist, sketch event. Ex- artist extraordinaire. Mike McCone's going to be here. He'll sign stuff for you. Um, I love Mike. I've known Mike for years. We finally gotten him to come down and um, be in, you know, in the back of the store doing stuff. He'll, he'll take commissions. What here. is he working on now? Uh, he is doing Marvel. He did a bunch of Marvel variant covers. Um, he's most famous for, he did a, a run with J. Michael Straczynski on the Fantastic Four. He Ooh. did Exiles. He's he did Teen uh, Titans. He did Teen Titans. Amazing with Jeff Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. He is um, one of my favorite working pencilers. Uh, these You've days. wanted to get him in here for a while. I have, mm-hmm. and um, you know what? He's going to be here on April fifteenth uh, from twelve to five. Oh, he did the Punisher too. Sorry, and did you yes, say that he, already? Oh, no, but he's he's done a bunch of stuff. So yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Um, and I, I mean, 
I'm, we're delighted. Yes, we this are. This is me absolutely. being delighted again. He's delighted. Um, See his delighted face? He's so delighted. delighted face. Jay's He's asking delighted. a question that actually leads me to a question I'm going to ask. So, oh, sorry. Uh, can we, uh, Michael is asking a question. Can we get Mark's book signed and shipped? And does that go for Mike's art as well? Hmm. Ah, that's a good question. We are, we are talking with Mike McCone. Mike McCone actually is hellishly busy. And he said he was not going to be able to take any commissions before the event. He would, but he would take commissions at the event and then deliver after the event yeah. when you're just going to have to wait. So we'll work on how to make that happen. So stay tuned for that. And you can always call us at the store for that. As far as Mark and his work, that's a great question. I, I guess yeah. we could do that, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. We yeah, figure out I a way probably, to do that. yeah, you can call, pay for the books. And we can ship it to you. Yeah, we'll have Adora and the um, Oh, the Adora's distance. back in stock? Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll have Adora, Adora in the Distance in stock, plus we'll have Genius, Genius, Genius right. Volumes 1 and 2. And I've got a couple of the uh, Heroes Reborn, because he did Peter Parker, the Amazing Shutterbug. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And just so you know, if you're, I mean, if, if, if you want more information about the Ides of Mark, what we were talking about, he's going to be at Smod Castle. It's going to be the 15th, 16th, 17th of March. You can go to smodcastlecinemas.com and mm -hmm. you can buy tickets for that. He's also doing a Fat Man Beyond. On the 17th. On the 17th. He absolutely is. So. And you're, there's uh, something going on this weekend. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Smodcastle Cinemas, bookmark them. Smodcastlecinemas.com, they've always got something going on. Not only do they have first-run movies, um, uh, yeah, but you know, what they're a showing this weekend. in a beautiful atmosphere, but they've got this weekend. Oh, oh, bless, bless you. Me sneezing. They have me sneezing, being they delighted have, and sneezing. Uh, I love you, about, you hate me. Are we talking we're about the? Family. Are we talking about the Fat Man on Batman well, Mask of Phantasm? Too, but I was going with the Barney. Doc. I was burying the lead and doing the. <laughs> um, oh, the Barney thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's a there... Barney documentary. I hear it's funny. Let me see. Follow Barney the dinosaur's furious reaction and what he says about the human need to hate. Something in American society was broken and never came back, or is it just who we were? Oh, right, because it's supposed to be like they created Barney. But think people. Reason why people hated Barney. I can tell you why I hated Barney. Because it's stupid. It's not that yeah. we hated cute, fun things. I mean, I mean, you know. I didn't like Barney as a kid. I thought I he was stupid, Speed too. Racer. We never I loved... allowed our kids to watch Barney. Yeah, Barney, I mean, Barney, Barney did was... the one thing in kids' media that I hate. It talked down to kids. Yeah. Like, it really did not respect the fact that some of these kids are actually pretty damn intelligent and he's ugly i mean they could have created yeah he with, don't look friendly <laughs> with all of the with all of the you know uh artistic ability and all the materials that you could have created i mean we had the muppets for he's god's AI, sakes baby. i mean he's he was AI. like he was like he like, is AI like a blobby purple Dumbass. Barney was the devil. Yeah, no, no. He's a but now you guys can see what inspired the hate at yeah, Smart Castle Cinemas. Yeah, I would be going, I'd be in the hater crowd. Like, I'd be like, I hate Barney in the hater crowd. Um, but the Gilbert Diaries is going to be shown there. Oh, like I said. Um, that's rough, Kyle. Uh, Fat Man on Batman, The Mask of Phantasms on the 5th, this Sunday. I believe Kevin is. Doing a post-Q&A. Yeah, he's, he's doing a post-Q&A post yep. on that. I am hyped for that movie. Yes, indeed. I love Mask of the Phantasm. Then we got Clerks Up All Night, which I don't know that might be it's the tenth. yeah that is the 10th and I'll be it there. is sold out yeah so you're shit out of luck if you didn't <sighs> already have tickets if you haven't bought your tickets um, actually there's two available tickets if you contact no. jen if you if, yeah if you go through jen kaminsky uh she's okay. got two tickets available if they haven't been copped already all right, all right. So, so, facebook friends with jen kaminsky make sure you are so you can get the world movies. of kevin smith you'll you'll yeah. see her post she'll she exactly. leaves stuff around so, uh, uh, so there's a lot of great stuff coming up. And obviously, if you're up at Smod Castle for a show and you're hanging around town, please come visit us. Um, and we'd love to see you. So that's all the business I have for right sure. now. I'd be delighted to see you. He'd be delighted. Look at his delighted face. So delighted. Jack. I'd be happy to see you. I don't work here, though. But <laughs> well, I'll do a signing one day. Yeah. Of what? I don't know. I'll just sign whatever the fuck oh, you want. Oh, you have some stuff. You just can't talk about it yet. You're Not being, yet. being very cagey about it. Pretty soon we will have to. We'll have to like uh, be like, can you check your calendar, Christian? <laughs> we really need you to come into Sno the store. Sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Snoop. Mm -hmm. But Snoop. Uh, I, uh, there is one thing I do have to promote a little bit. This is more of a personal thing. Do I it. have a short film coming out this Saturday at 2 o'clock. 
uh, with my good buddy uh, Charles, starring Charles Rivera from U.S. Comics. Very nice. Uh, this is a short film I've been working on called Mr. Downtown. Uh, this will be premiering on my YouTube channel on Saturday uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it was really fun to make. Uh, that is amazing. It was gonna be- is that AI? No, it was not a high. It was not a high. Sell out. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have a Christian hug than a signal. Hey man, Aww. I got you. No problem. Patent pending hugs though. Sorry guys. There we guys. go. There we but go. But yeah, no Why problem. You gotta go. Patent pending. That was weird. Patent pending. That's weird. <laughs> Christian forever. Right. Christian forever. <laughs> there we go. I love that. But yeah, no, that's a that's my shameless little well, bit what, of self what promotion. Gonna, what no, 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 no. I'm just saying you got you got anything because because we are at the we are at the hour. We're no the souls hour. are saved after the hour. Apparently, wow. I think so, uh, I think just generally, oh, I yeah. I will say I love you guys. Thank you. I, I love all of our fans and and even some of our not fans. They're fun too. You're, no, they're they're mostly dipshits. And you get blocked. So, but keep on coming. Make up as many fake um, things as you can and keep coming back on here and try to tell me that, you know, I don't belong here because I love that. What's that uh, What's Christian's YouTube channel? It's uh, Arcade Productions. You can, I don't know. You know, the at Arcade Productions. I need a Christian Cortez fuck the suits autograph. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I got you, Chris. He'd be happy to do it. No problem. Uh, but right. I, you know what? I will say though, thirty-seven episodes. I have had nothing but a ball doing the show with you guys, Absolutely. and I think that our on-the-spot just hey, Christian, we want to do a podcast. Sure, has spawned some of the fun, the best times and best laughs I've had in a very long time. So I could not ask for better co-hosts. So thank you guys. Of course, thank you for uh, allowing me to hang with you guys after hours and in the morning. Before. It was it was a no-brainer. See what I did? See what I, I told you? I'd never do that again. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Peace. And uh, we will see you. Peace and love. That was another episode of Life in the Secret Stash. Yes, Now indeed. go on home. Get. <laughs> they probably are home already. Bye. We're the ones who have to go home. <laughs> Good night, guys. Hey, kids. We're Life in the Secret Stash with Mike, Julia, and Christian. It's a hell of a Tune in and check out the podcast. We got the This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com.